As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a... Josh Cohen and home team. To Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina, delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Because every day above ground is a good day, even the first Friday without football since August. The first Friday without football since August. It is the home team for the ride home, and we are live on your ESPN 1063. We are live on smart speakers by simply saying, play ESPN 1063. And on the ESPN app, It is a Bud's Chicken and Seafood fried day in the midst of their seafood festival. Tina's riding shotgun today. She's moved from the number three spot producing to the number two spot co-hosting because Dean is on TV as we speak. Yes, he is. And I'm excited to be in this seat today. You should be. You should be. You got no buttons to push? Nothing to push. No sound to get ready for. Nothing. I'm just here sitting and talking. Because on a daily basis, Tina's job is harder than Dean's and mine. Um, I kind of steered the plane. And then Dean is kind of like the flight attendant um, as far as the content's concerned. But really, Tina is telling what planes to take off when and which planes. Can, so she's really actually running air traffic control greater than just the pilot. I've just realized we flipped those roles. So today you got nothing you have to do. You don't have to click. You don't have to raise lower. You don't have to line up. None of the technical stuff. No you, technical stuff. You just get to flex as, as an on-air personality co-host. That's what I get to do today. It's good reps for you. I, it is. It's and good I, reps. I want more of these reps, as I said before, a few weeks ago. I want to yeah. be in this seat more yeah. often, so I'm excited. And, and it also means no excuses. You no can't be like, excuses. oh, I'm sorry, I was working on something. Yeah, I know. You can't do that. I know. Stone LeBanowitz, the star of Ken Levick Alive, also known as Stan LeBonerman. He is uh, weekdays, noon to two, and he will today run air traffic control for the home team experience. Um, double duty for you. You love your air, though, so it's all good for you. You, you love... The airtime. Triple duty. Let's shout out Cyrus Whittick High School game day coming up six to seven. Don't leave it hanging. Oh, so you, oh, have, wow. you have another show to do after this. That's right. Busy Cyrus. day for Sony. How about like you're dominating the airwaves? Something like that. Or yeah. at least attempting to. I mean, well, no, don't don't attempt to dominate. Just attempt to be helpful. Your most important <laughs> ability is availability. Your ability to step up in the moment and say, I can do this, I can help. The people who are most... Somebody asked me um, this past weekend, Super Bowl party. It was a young man. I don't know, probably like a 23, 24-year-old brother. And he was shooting uh, video and pictures. And he had credentialed at one of the Super Bowl parties. And he said, man, I've been watching you talk with these people. And I can tell that you know what's up. And he said, any advice for me in my career? And I said, absolutely. Create your own opportunities. Don't apply for jobs. Create your own. But in life, if you can make somebody's job easier... If you can make them look good, and if you can make money for them, you got a place. If you, again, make their life easier, if you can make them look good, and if you can make them money, you make their job, their life, you're hired. You always have a place with the people above in that role. That's why Roy Carp works with Dean Thomas. Rory, who does all the reality TV shows and the movies and the 30 for 30s, Nature Boy, etc., He told me, he says, I love to have Dean on my stuff because I don't have to tell him to do anything. The camera comes on, Dean acts a fool, does his thing. He makes my job easy. If people make someone's job or life easy or make them money, 
they got a place. Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect sense. And like, just look at Dean with his availability, everything that he gets to do and you know how he much he's grown. And too, like Rory Carp, look at all these, his movies. And the last one he just made was in the Santa Barbara Film Festival. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, The point I'm trying to make is you're doing it right by being available, by being flexible, by being able to do a lot of things. The more things you can do, the more useful you are. So like Tina producing the show, being able to be a three, working now and being a two, the more things you can do, the more valuable you are. People in above, the bosses above, the decision makers, they want an easy, simple life. And they want to make money. And they want to be made to look good. So when you hire someone or you're about to bring someone on, folks, remember this. It goes both ways. Do they make your life easier? Do they make you look good? And do they make you money? If you can check all three boxes, there's your candidate. That's who you hire. That's how it rolls. You know what I'm saying? Spoken like a true family member. Glad to be here. <laughs> family. He's back on that. He's back. On that. He's back on that again. Eight minutes in, baby. Here we are right here. Let's I'm, get it going. I'm not sure we, we officially adopted you, though. That's I'm, fine. I'll work towards that. Uh, that that's, 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 that's the idea. That's where I'll put my effort towards. That's the idea. Happy birthday today. Shout out to the greatest of all time, the original true goat of the NBA, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. 60 years young today which is mind-blowing to me because I remember when he was like the rookie in the NBA. How do I remember him being a rookie and now he's 60? Because I was a little kid. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe he's 60. I don't think he's 60. Because you're old. Because I'm old. (laughs) Tina, do you ever even remember seeing Michael Jordan play? Not at all. I really, though, didn't watch sports growing up. Like, my family wasn't super into sports. Like, I played sports, but we we never watched, like, basketball, especially basketball. Like, never watched you're, basketball. So, I don't remember, I don't have any really Michael Jordan memories of him. You're 25 years old, and it blows my mind that you have no recollection of Jordan playing the game. You just, you, like, when I say the name Michael Jordan, what first thing comes to mind is what? Well, my, sneakers? Yeah. Like, ba- like basketball. If I say com- Michael Jordan, the first thing that comes to your mind is sneakers. Yes, because I had Jordan slides. That's actually, that's probably the only thing. Like when I was in middle school, I had Jordan slides because that was the the cool thing to have for in sure. school. Yeah. In so, Loxahatchee. And, yes. In Loxahatchee. It was for sports though. Stoney, so. when, when I say Michael Jordan, first thing comes to mind. First thing, like in a word, comes to mind is what? Bucket. Bucket, just, just filling it up. Just a bucket. Yeah. How much did you get to see him play? Obviously not a lot, but I always taught to respect my elders. Like anything my dad says is the gospel. So right. when he talks about Michael Jordan and talks about these guys, like it's my due diligence to go put in the effort and watch this. Did cat. you ever watch, like, you know, sometimes on NBA Network, they're like, all right, we're going to show tonight game six of the 1997 NBA Finals. Have you watched Jordan games? Eat those up. Yes, yeah. yes, and yes. With him pushing off mm-hmm. in the fadeaway. All of and it. And the tongue out driving to the hoop. All of it. It's yeah. always cool for me to go back and watch these guys because, you know, when you get on TNT and you're watching Shaq and Charles and everybody likes to talk about the past, like Keyshawn, it's like this is where the new age got it from. So to not show respect when you watch these young Memphis Grizzlies right. call guys like Shannon Sharp bloggers, like it kind of irks me a little bit as well. Bloggers. Like, these are the ones who laid the blueprint out for us. So the NBA just had their anniversary. They just had their 75th anniversary. And it was last year, I think, at the All-Star Game. And so, you know, of course, the all-time 75 list, you know, we just lost Bill Russell. Um, Bill Russell, by the way, was the last old person that I knew that was tall. Because tall people don't, don't live long. Like tall, you, really? don't see, you don't see people who are 6'10 in their 80s, except for Bill Russell. You never notice that? No, I guess I never really noticed that. And think about it, you don't see really, really old, really fat people either. Do you? No. See how that works? Um, the 75th anniversary team, you've got your... Wilt Chamberlain's, you've got your Bill Russell's, you've got your Oscar Robertson's, you've got your Bob Cousy's, you've got all the old school. Then you've got, you know, 
Jordan, <clears throat> kind of in the middle of that, because Jordan came on the scene in 1984, like right there in the middle of the, where, you know, do the math. 84 was what, 38 years ago? About to be 39 years ago? Yeah. Okay. And so 38 times two was 76. So yeah, like Jordan right in the middle of the beginning of the NBA to where we are today. Um, of those greats, nobody was ever a force of nature like Michael Jordan. I mean, just nobody, Dr. J had those moments, had those highlights, you know, the, the behind the backboard, underneath, dipsy do layup. We've seen stuff like that. And Bill Russell won all those championships. And, and I mean, Will Chamberlain scored 100 points in a game. Michael Jordan, most he ever scored was 69. Just saying. But Michael Jordan was this kid that showed up who wasn't even the best member on that North Carolina team. Like, he wasn't even the best player on that Tar Heel team. But he hit the game-winning shot as a sophomore that won them the national championship. Anyway, it was Mike Jordan back then. It was Mike Jordan. He didn't go number one. <clears throat> he didn't even go number two. It was Akeem Olajuwon and then a dude named Sam Bowie. And to this day, 39 years later, people still refer to somebody being like a Sam Bowie. Meaning, like, why would you take him... Ahead of Michael Jordan. Well, you don't know what you got till you know what you got. Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes went number what? 11. 10. 10? 10. Second quarterback chosen. Yep. Who went ahead of him at quarterback? Ooh. You know. It was six years ago. Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, wow. Mitchell Trubisky. Wow. That's why Bears fans have a tough time watching Chiefs games. Because Bears fans are like, oh, we would have had this cat. We should have had. Patrick Mahomes should have been. When's the last time the Chicago Bears had a really... I mean, a truly a great quarterback. I don't want to say Rex Grossman, but it's going to have to be before him. A truly him. great quarterback. That's right, I guess. Rex Mc... Grossman was serviceable. Jay Cutler was serviceable. Jim McMahon was serviceable. <clears throat> I mean, who who the hell was it? Sid Luckman? I mean, who? It was black and white TV. When's the last time the Bears had a great quarterback? It would have been Patrick Mahomes. Right. But they didn't see it. Michael Jordan didn't even go number one, didn't even go number two. He went number three. But Michael Jordan is a rookie. You could tell, yo, this is different. This dude could defy gravity. For some reason, he could get in the air, and then while he was in the air, he could go higher. It didn't make sense. Remember that um, that, that cross pass from Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo in the World Cup in 2014, and he kicked the ball across the pitch, and uh, someone did, and he like in the air, he elevated even higher. It was like you could fly. Michael Jordan could freaking fly. In the 88 slam dunk contest, you saw him, you know, from the free throw line, you know, into the rock baby, the tongue was out. Got a cool name. Michael Jordan, great name. Got a good look. The kid could score. He was smooth. Scored 60 against the Celtics in a playoff game. He lit up Larry Bird. No one did that. Michael Jordan, from when he hit the league, you knew this was different. And he was the first guy that had not just a shoe endorsement, because those existed. They're called Chuck Taylors for a reason. It was a guy named Chuck Taylor. And Walt Frazier, uh, Clyde rather, he had a um, he had a shoe deal with Puma. Guys had shoe deals, but the Air Jordan, the Air Jordan shoe was next level. And I was a school kid, and I remember kids talking about it because there was no internet. Talking about you, Michael Jordan shoe, air, there's air, and there was all these rumors about there's there's helium pumped into the sole, there's hydrogen in there. It's going to be kind of like a blimp, like so you're going to be able to jump. I'm like you guys are idiots. How do you put that in? A, how do you put that in a shoe? Like, what are you talking about? But the Air Jordan shoe, I couldn't afford one. I didn't have the money for it. Um, one kid at school, two kids at school actually had the first Air Jordans. And it was like, damn.
But Michael Jordan's 60 today. Tell me you're old without telling me you're old. I vividly remember Michael Jordan's NBA career, like from the start. That's how I know I'm old. Yeah, you're old. You know what I'm saying? 60, Michael Jordan at 60. It wasn't that long ago, he was 25. I remember 35 years ago, vividly, when this dude, to me, the number 23 will always be Michael Jordan. If I see it on a mailbox, if it's the restaurant address, 23 to me is always Michael, will always, rest of my life, 2-3 will always mean Michael Jordan. Red and black, the colors red and black together is Michael Jordan. Tiger's going to wear it on Sunday if he makes the cut today. Red and black to me is all, I know we talked about this a week ago on Michael Jordan Day. We did. Yeah, we talked about it. February 23rd, mm-hmm. 2-23 of 23. Uh, literally, was it? Yeah, it was a week ago. A week six ago. days ago. Um, to me, Michael Jordan is the standard by which all others will be judged. When they did the all-time 75 greatest players, everyone who's living, they called to walk out, remember? Hakeem Olajuwon, and he came walking out. And then they were like, Carl Malone, John Stockton. They came out. Everybody was there. It was alive. And then the last person they called was Michael Jordan because you can't have him go first and you can't have him go 32nd or 54th. Why? You save the best for last. You save the best for last, number one, but also who wants to walk out after him? No one. Like who wants, like after the applause that he gets in the arena, who wants to walk out after Michael Jordan? (laughs) I wouldn't, no one. You want to go before. It's like when my nephew got married this past July, uh, last summer. And my soon-to-be niece, who, by the way, Tina says a smoke show. Tina's like, your is. niece is so hot. I know. I want to meet her. And she's gorgeous. Yes, she is. Um, she said to me, hey, we, we want you to give a speech at the at the reception, please. And I said, you sure? And she said, yes. We would very, very much like it if you would just give a, give a speech. It would mean a lot to us. And I said, okay. And then I, I thought about what I was going to talk about. And Tina said, don't write it down. Just kind of get your thoughts in line. So I did. I didn't read anything. I just went from... You know, an outline. And then she said, all right, so here's going to be the order. And I said, oh, no, no, no. You don't want, trust me. If I go before one of your girls, it's going to make them nervous. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to feel that pressure. I said, I do this for a living. You probably want me to go last. And she said, that's such a great point. I didn't think <laughs> of that. Like, you, it's not that I'm bringing the house down. It's that I'm a professional orator. And I wouldn't want to go on after me if I was a 25-year-old girl who's never spoken in front of, you know, 200 people in a room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. I, I When I was a maid of honor in a wedding, my the the groomsman, the best man, he actually said, he goes, I really didn't prepare that well, so I would prefer you go last. And I was like, that's I, that's perfectly fine with me. And it's being my, considerate. Yeah, I was like, that's, that's fine. I'll do that. It's being considerate. And the NBA said, all right, we'll introduce Jordan last because nobody wants to go after Michael Jordan. Uh, when Jordan passes one day, he will become the NBA logo. It's been Jerry West since 1960 or whatever. Um, Some talked about Kobe maybe taking it over when Kobe passed just two years ago. Actually, three years ago. Hard to believe. Um, but Jordan, Jordan, Michael Jordan is the standard by which, right? I mean, he's... And LeBron just broke the record of scoring, and it was never Michael's anyway. Doesn't matter. Michael Jordan's legacy is every year that they went to the finals, they won. They never went to a game seven. He won three, went and played baseball, came back, then won three. The only mistake Michael Jordan ever made was trying to come back and play for the Wizards. That was obviously something that we didn't need. Oh, see, I don't even remember that. You have no recollection of that? No. And that's what you would have remembered because it was like 2002. Oh, yeah. 2001, 2002, when you were five years old. Five. 
But I think wow. there were moments in there when he came back wearing 45 and then got called out and said 45. Well, he had to wear 45. Right. Right when he came back. Because he came back in March of 95. And he said, I'm back. And uh, it, I think it was 95. Yeah, March of 95, I'm back. It was a press release, two words. But he couldn't wear the 23 because it was retired, reserved, whatever. And so then he had to wear the 45. And he got called out. For, by, by the opposing team and said 4-5 is not 2-3. And I think that kind of motivated him. And then he went out and gave him buckets right oh. after. I think that's all part of the legacy. I mean, you watch the last dance. Michael Jordan manufactured. Uh, he lives here. He's a Jupiter guy. Obviously, he's got his restaurant. He plays golf here. You see him all the time at restaurants. He's a fan of Rocco's Tacos on PJ Boulevard. He's a fan of the restaurant. Meat Market, him and Jeter go on the island. G- uh, Jordan's around. I mean, he just got married a couple years ago at the church there on Palm Beach. Um, you know, Mike is around. Mike knows that we exist. He's not a listener, per se, that I know of to terrestrial ESPN 106.3. But he knows, you know, what and who we are. Michael Jordan, we learned a whole lot about more than we ever knew during the Last Dance documentary because it was Jordan just being authentic and telling stories and admitting that, yeah, I took that personally. Yeah, like Tina competes with people at the gym that have no idea that she's even there. Mm -hmm. Tina looks at the guy's treadmill ahead of her and says, I'm going to go faster and further than he does. And she's pushing herself against that guy. Jordan would create motivation. You saw in the documentary where he had this story about the rookie from the Washington Bullets and this nonsense about how he said something after the game. Turns out the kid didn't say anything. But Jordan would create these things because it would fuel him. It would push him to be. Michael Jordan got asked about his gambling because he's a notorious gambler. Legally, illegally, for fun, on the golf course, etc. And they said, uh, do you think you have a gambling problem? And he said, no, but I have a competition problem. And I've never understood anything anyone ever said more than that. I've never understood anything more than that. Because if I'm at the blackjack table and the house beats me three hands in a row, well, damn it, now I'm pissed. It's not a case of the game. It's got to work out that way. Now I'm taking it personally. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Um, Michael Jordan has a competition problem, without question. It also fueled him to become the greatest of all time. I mean... Like, is that really a problem, though? Like, being competitive? It is when you lose. It is when you lose. It It is when you can't let it go. Serena Williams has a competition problem. There ain't no doubt about that. She's not a gambler. But between her and Venus, the stuff that they compete in, the money, the time, and the effort that they invested in dance competition at a weekend party that wasn't for charity, that you couldn't buy tickets to, that wasn't televised. It was a private thing that we did amongst friends. Williams Invitational. I've never seen two siblings more competitive. And I'm not talking about in sport. I mean, of everyone I've known in my entire life, I've never seen two siblings that were more competitive with each other than Venus and Serena. It is bizarre. Michael Jordan and Serena on that level of manufacturing motivation, having a competition problem, refusing to lose. If you were playing, like there was a story about, I think they were at Chuck E. Cheese or Dave and Buster's, and it was Bulls teammates, and there was something involving Michael Jordan and his boys and Steve Kerr, I think, and his kids. So I think it was Steve Kerr. And, like, the kids are playing Papa Shot. And I think Kerr's kid beat Jordan's kid. And Jordan's like, nope, play it again, run it back. Like, you got to keep playing until. I have friends who are friends with Michael Jordan. I have friends that play golf with Michael Jordan. And 
he is not just an NBA court bleep talker. He is a legendary get in your mind, get you off your get on the golf course to people who can really play golf, people that played on the tour. Michael Jordan has the ability to get in your head and to get you off your game and distract you and make you emotional somehow. And we all know that if you can get someone emotional, they can't compete at the level with clear eyes and calm breathing. In a fight, you'd love to piss off your opponent. You're like, oh, he's going to piss him off. No, you love that. In the MMA world, what you would love to do is make your opponent furious because you get, like Khabib said, you make them mad, you make them tired. They're mad, they are tired. It's true. Golf, how do you, Jordan is, if you think he's Hall of Fame for basketball, you have no idea. He's first ballot, top of the list, all-time great in bleep talk. And there's some great bleep talkers. Larry Bird, surprisingly good. Gary Payton, surprisingly good. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett, nobody ever. If you ask anyone who's the greatest of all time, they're going to go, Jordan. Jordan, and somebody was trying to talk, somebody was trying to talk mess at Jordan when he was with the Wizards. It was a young player who had scored, I don't know, like 18 or 20 points early. And it was Jordan's guy. And Jordan didn't even say anything. The kid was trying to bark. Kid was trying to bark at Michael Jordan about pops and this and whatever. And Jordan just looked at him, and then Jordan looked down at his shoes. And then Jordan looked back up at him, and the kid realized, damn it, I'm wearing your shoes. <laughs> I'm on the court wearing your shoes. You are you own me. Yeah, boy, he does. I mean, it's That's right, son. Next level. It's me. I mean, it's Michael Jordan. Happy birthday to the greatest of all time. Um, what is the first thing that comes to mind when I say Michael Jordan? Tino. For you, you, it's your slides. I would say slides, but I'm also going to say starstruck because I actually crossed paths with him once. Yeah. When I was an intern here at ESPN's Palm, I had the opportunity to go to a heat game with one of our content teammates, and I crossed paths with him, and I, like, stopped in my, Everyone like... Everyone does. Yeah, I was starstruck by him. You ever him. noticed that whenever he's in the room, all eyes are on him? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I stopped in my tracks yeah. and just, like, stared at him, like, oh, yeah. my gosh, that's him. Like, that's Michael Jordan. He doesn't Jordan. feel human. No, he doesn't. It feels like an Elvis kind of a thing. Yeah. It feels like, you know what I'm saying? But he's alive. Like, Jordan is alive, but it feels like an Elvis level of fame. It feels like an Elvis level of, like, that that whole thing. So the first thing that you said come to mind when I say Jordan is what? It was Bucket, but if I had to go with another one, it'd be fashion. It'd be fits. I think some of the outfits that I've seen him wear. Really? Yeah, I just, you know, these tiny glasses, like the Matrix oh. glasses, the oh. giant pants that go way past the shoes and way past the ankle. Some of the baggy Steve Harvey stuff. suits, the Kings of Comedy suits. Oh, right there. Yeah. Like, I think that comes to mind when I'm thinking of MJ. Uh, yesterday at the Genesis Invitational, Tiger Woods, the other uh, Jupiter, obviously, icon, global icon, he smashed his tee shot on the ninth hole, 323 yards. Did you see this? I did. I did not. He smashed his tee shot, 323 yards on number nine, and outdrove his 29-year-old playing partner, Justin Thomas, another local guy, by about 20 yards. As they're walking up the fairway to their balls, Tiger slips into the hand of Justin Thomas, uh, a tampon. I did see this. Which Ugh. Justin Thomas immediately dropped onto the ground as soon as he realized what it was. <laughs> and then Tiger gave him a little hug laugh and they kept walking up the fairway. Tiger Woods and I are birthday brothers. Don't forget. He is a 1230 disciple like me. We're born the same day. Um, me, he, LeBron James, Sandy Koufax, Michelle McGann, and uh, many other greats of the world. And then there's me. I'm the one that didn't quite achieve the greatness that the others did. But Michelle and I always on Twitter celebrated accordingly. Um, is this a good look 
Or is this a bad look for Tiger Woods, the jokester, the prankster who hosts this event? Again, he's the father of two, well, teenage, one tween age and one teenage child. And I think they're both teenagers now, right? Sam and Charlie both 13 plus? Yeah. Yeah. They're both. I, I don't know. I do know Charlie's 13. I don't know. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're, they're both. They're both. Yeah. Because the situation with uh, Elon happened Thanksgiving. It happened Thanksgiving Day of 2009. So, yes, they're both teenagers, clearly. Um, good look or bad look for Tiger Woods to slip the old here just into his hand away from the TV cameras. Uh, tampon, which got spotted and then obviously on the ground. Good look, bad look. Good idea, bad idea. Tina. I don't think it's bad. I you think it's funny. I think it's funny. Yeah. Like I think like ti- like it's almost like a tiger's back. Like he not like, you know, but it just it humanizes fun. him. Yeah. It's just again, like he's having fun while playing the game. I all don't right. think it's a bad look at all. Stone. Yeah, I think it puts on display the relationship that he has with the guys on tour. Him and JT are tight. Another Jupiter guy. Mm-hmm. But like Tina put it, he's simply back. Like we're glad to see him. He's out in the L.A. sunshine. Right. And he's dogging his guys. So he's humani- still got game. It humanizes him and makes him one of us. 100% but, it does. But didn't we already get that when we found out he had all these mistresses? <laughs> didn't we get that when we found out that he was, you know, smashing that one porn star that I did an event with? That one of our listeners, actually, that tweets at teen all the time, want a date with? The guy, Aaron, that listens to the show? Yeah. On podcast in Arizona? Uh-huh. He won a date. It was won a date with a porn star. You get in a limo with me. We go to the convention in Miami. And then uh, there she is. Then we go to dinner. And then we go to a club after. It was a whole promotion thing. Fan for life now, Aaron. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, this guy's, it, it, Tiger had his humanizing. It was, well, several times. It was the whole revelation of the cheating. It was when the wife smashed in the windows on his car. It was when he went to rehab uh, and was cited for sex addiction. It was also when he got arrested for driving under the influence in Jupiter. When he was under prescription pain medication and pills and sleep aids and he was driving and he got arrested not that long ago tiger's been humanized so for all the the golf guys out there drinking and we know that he's one of us he's not patrick mahomes goody goody regular season you know golly gee shucks we know that tiger is one of us i'm not offended by this i'm not by any stretch offended by this like tiger's an awkward goofy guy he's a nice guy but in real life he's kind of nerdy he's kind of goofy I would He's a like, awkward. I, I would like to know, like, does he like just carry those around all the time? Like how many are in no. his golf bag? Like right. what, how exactly. often does he do this? It's a golf bag thing because it's tradition to basically, you know, it's a joke. Yeah. It's a running joke thing. But the thing I'm trying to tell you guys is. He's already been humanized. He's already relatable. We already know he's one of us. We already know that he's fallible. We already know that he makes mistakes. But you're also 48-year-old father of teenagers and you're hosting this event, and it's a sexist joke is what it is. And, and, and I'm not offended by it, but it's a sexist joke because what it implies is, is that you're a girl, and girls can't hit it very far. And when you look at it from that perspective, he's a billion-dollar organization, right? He's a billion-dollar brand. Mm-hmm. You say to yourself, come on, man. Like, you're smarter than this. Now, I am not one that believes in political correctness, And it's very, very difficult to offend me. Virtually impossible to offend me. But if I am a brand consultant, if I'm in public relations, if I am working on someone's team and they say, hey, uh, what do you think of this joke? I'd say, what do you win from it? What do you get? He's not going to get an endorsement from Tampax. Well, no. He's not going to be in their Super Bowl commercial next year. What what is the gain on this versus what is the loss? Because now you've got women's group that say, great. So you're a, a, a serial cheater. 
and you have a sex addiction that you've tried to correct with your pornography, and now you make these sexist jokes about. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're fueling that fire. You can keep those people that want to find ways to say, shame on you, shame on you. You're 48 years old. It's a funny joke when the cameras aren't on, but you're walking up the middle of the fairway in your Tiger Woods. Let me tell you something. I've been places where Tiger is. I've been in a restaurant. I've been part, I went to his when his restaurant opened at uh, in Jupiter at Harborside. We went to a little pre-open party, and uh, you know Tiger. All eyes were always on him, no matter who else is in the room. It doesn't matter. All eyes were always on Tiger Woods. That's not the time and place for the tampon joke, bro. It's just, and I'm sure someone from his team was like Eldrick, and he said, "I know, I know, I know, I know." I thought JT would put it in his pocket. So really, JT, thanks a lot, dude. Yeah, like I don't think he needed to drop it. No, he did. He saw what it was. was like, no, no, I say he, I don't think he needed to drop it. Yeah, he saw oh, needed it. to. Yeah, I don't think he no. needed to drop it. No, if JT is thinking about his boy, he puts it in his pocket and says, you mother bleeper, under his breath. That's what you should do. It's not a good look. It wasn't a good idea. It's funny, but it's also sexist. We have to admit that. Is it sexist? Yes, because the tampon joke says, <laughs> oh, said, you're a girl. Yes. You're a girl. And girls don't hit it as far, and your teeth are up there. Me personally, I didn't look that into it that way. Like not, I just thought it was joke. Yeah, I guess, but again, like I didn't really look into it that way. Like it didn't offend me. No, it doesn't offend me at all. Yeah, but it is a sexist joke. Okay. It, the basis of the joke is sexist, I'll but it doesn't the, offend me one bit. I'll give you the okay as well. Yeah, but I don't want to say yes to that. You don't want to say what? Yes to it being sexist. I so mean, what's I fully the joke? Under, I, I fully understand. It's a golf joke. Don't bring what he does on no, the course no, into your the joke, life. Though? But what's the joke, though? That you're a little girl. But not a little girl. Hit the weight room. You're a woman. Hit the weight room, JT. Like, no, because that's not for little girls. Like that's I, for womanhood. Like, I'm 50 years old. I still got this. Like, if you really 48. choose... If, 48 years old. If you really choose to take it with that way, it's your own prop. I mean, this is Tiger Woods we're talking about here. If you're gonna, I, it, it's, it's a tough situation. I hear what you're saying. I honestly have not seen that take yet. So, super interesting to me. Yeah. I've only seen... Claps and cheers for it. Yeah. Because the joke, you know, it'd be different if you gave him a lollipop. Like, oh, you're a little kid. <laughs> or, or, a, or if you gave him a can of spinach. A pacifier. Right. But when it's a tampon, it indicates you're a woman. A woman aren't as good. They don't hit it as far. <laughs> but, right. And so, and we know there's women's tees. Right? Yes. But the joke being, you understand why some people that want to create a problem. Of course. Yeah. Certainly can. Coming up next, when we return... Tina was walking around the Honda Classic kickoff party last night, worried that people were staring at her. What? All of those details are next. It's a Bud's Chicken and Seafood Friday day on the home team on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. It is a Friday, a Bud's Chicken and Seafood Friday. Bud'sChicken.com. Crispy, crunchy, juicy. Mm. But it's also the first Friday without football since August. And that makes me sad, I won't lie. It's just not the same. Breaks my heart. As well it should. Uh, in just a moment, I'll tell you, Tina last night was walking around the Honda Classic kickoff party, and she was concerned that people were staring at her. What? Tina will tell you the story from her perspective and why it is that some people probably were, to be honest with you. i get you that in just a sec. A reminder right now, though, that, um, well, 
Celsius is essential energy so we can all live fit. Celsius is all the good stuff and none of the bad. Key vitamins and minerals, it is sustained energy. It has changed the energy drink market completely. And now people realize this is something that for every day has a purpose for everyone. For Tina, it's getting up early, going to the gym, working three jobs. Mm -hmm. For Dean, it's busy travel and keeping track of all the things that he does in MMA media as well. And for me, it's a case of going to parties and events, staying out later than I should, and um, keeping a busy social schedule. But Celsius has all those flavors and new ones constantly coming. For me, a little sparkling watermelon goes a long way. You can get it everywhere now. Literally has taken over the entire energy drink market. All the good stuff, none of the bad. And um, key vitamin and minerals I mentioned. Celsius is essential energy to live fit. All right, last night was the Honda Classic kickoff party at PGA National Resort and Spa. One week from today will be, um, well, will be smack dab. Well, not in the middle, but finishing up the second round of play out there at PGA National Resort and Spa. So last night, there is a big kickoff party that happens on the pavilion, which is almost not even like a tent. It's almost like a hangar. Mm -hmm. It's like a rounded, tarped roof. And then it, there's a long bar that runs a whole length, almost like a barge at Sunfest would be. And it's open air, and there's a band playing at the one end, and then the far end is where the uh, bar is. On both sides, it's open air and view of the rest of the golf course. So it's a big party, and there's a buffet line on the west side um, where people on both sides are getting food from. Tina's walking around, shaking hands, kissing babies, being introduced to folks. Um, meeting listeners, yes. as a matter of fact, meeting yes. some listeners as well. And Tina's concerned, Stoney, that people are going to be looking at, or better yet, staring at her. What? What are you concerned about? I was really concerned last night because after the after we did the live remote at the Honda Classic kickoff party, me and you, we found the bar. Mm -hmm. We were having some drinks, as as, some cocktails. As soon as we said goodbye. As soon as we said goodbye, we put our headsets down. We said, where's the bar? And my go-to drink last night was red wine. Red, red wine. Some Cabernet, because that's my one of my favorites. Because you fancy bougie. Yes. And I was very worried last night after having two glasses that my teeth were red or purple. Ah. Yeah. And I started to grab my phone and look into my camera. It was like, in your I, own head. And yeah, I'm like, oh my yeah, gosh, my teeth head. are red. They're probably purple right now when I'm talking to people or smiling for pictures. And I just started getting self-conscious about it and just kept pulling out my phone to look after I had some sips. I'm like, how many sips do I have? And then my teeth turn purple or red. Can I have any more? You got or in your own head. I got in my head. Yeah. And I was starting to get embarrassed. I'm like, okay, I can't drink this anymore. And then I'm like, but this is my kind of go-to wine. See, I didn't want to have drinks because I got a little bit of a head cold going on no big deal from being run down not sleeping at all saturday mm -hmm. sunday um but i had to have a drink because i can't do small talk i can't do the yeah, small you talk tried without for it. a little bit and you're like can't do this because i gotta i gotta sit down over there and i gotta eat a little something first because i'm happy to see those people again some of which i know their names a lot of people i don't know their names they know mine some people you meet for the first time and, and I, you know i'm grateful that people want to say hello that you want people are happy to see you i'm so grateful for that but I'm not great with the small talk, especially when I got a little bit of a head cold. So I'm trying to just dap people. But then they think it's some kind of a weird, scared of COVID thing, and they insist on shaking my hand. So then I shake their hand, and I say, I'm, I just feel a little under the weather. And then they back off and whoa, act whoa, like, whoa. what are you? I'm like, bro, I'm trying to. So by the end of it, there was no fighting it. It was just handshakes and hugs. Handshakes and hugs for everyone. I just held my breath. 
and made sure I sanitized my hands after every one of them. Yes, I got to witness all of that. So Tina is <clears throat> drinking red wine, um, not for the small talk, just because she's like, oh, long day, screw it, let's go, let's yeah, party. Let's go. Um, but did you ever think to just put a straw in your red wine? Because I've dated girls that drank red wine, and they put a little cocktail straw in it, you know, like a little stir. Oh, yeah. And th so that way, the wine goes in behind your teeth, not in front of them. I did not. I didn't, not at all. I've never thought of that. See that? Problem solved. I'm definitely going to be doing that moving forward, though. Problem solved. Yeah, so I don't have to worry about it. I don't know. I don't know if I like the straw move. What? In a, in a glass of wine, it just kind of kills the aesthetic. I actually like straws no matter what. Like, anytime I get a drink, if I get, like, a cocktail and they don't give me a straw, I'm always asking for a straw. It's just wine. It's not usual to a, get a straw. A little skinny cocktail straw. Not a soda straw. No. Not a crazy <laughs> straw. Yeah, no. Not uh, one of those aluminum reusable straws. Oh, no, yeah. just a little cocktail straw. I'm going to do that now. Put it on your wine glass, and then you could, and then you, the wine goes behind your teeth. Nobody sees behind your teeth. Great idea. Problem solved. Problem solved. See how smart I am? By the way, we got an update for you. Um, let's check this. It is, actually, that's the wrong bet. I apologize. That's on me. Um, where is my golf theme? Damn it, I can't find it. Mm, love theme. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, we'll play this instead. Uh, the leaderboard right now, Genesis Invitational. Stoney, have you seen the progress of our own? Mr. Eldrick? Eldrick Woods? I know who are the favorites are and where that leaderboard stands, but as far as actual scores, no. I was keeping up with Tiger an hour ago. Not currently. Tiger Woods currently tied for 69th. He's 42 spots down today. Mm. Um, he is currently a plus one. He is three over on the day. Shot a 74 today, following a 69 yesterday. So Tiger right now is one shot off of the projected cut line. Projected cut line right now is even, and he is one stroke over. And that would suck, considering he is the host of the event, and he damn near died there uh, two years ago. Oh, yeah. When his SUV, which, by the way, was a Genesis SUV, uh, crashed. It appears he was asleep at the time. Mm hmm um, so yeah, Tiger Woods is one over, done for the day. Projected cut line is at even par. So I'm not sure he's going to be around for the weekend. Well, he can be a better host. He won't be occupied on the that's right on the greens. So he can walk around and <laughs> yeah, he can be walk a around host. and be more accessible to the people. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. you're looking on the bright side. Yeah, I'm looking on the bright side. Of Time it. for Mr. Brightside, presented by Brightline. He's the oracle of optimism, the prime minister of positivity. He is Mr. Brightside, delivered by Brightline. Just like Christina said, look on the bright side. People that attended the Genesis Open, some of you just arriving for the weekend now. Sure, you won't get to see him play, but you get to see him walking around. Mm-hmm. He may be more accessible. No. Uh, Mr. Brightside today, hey, Eagles fans, you let one slip away. That was your game. You had a 10-point lead at halftime. That was yours to lose, and you found a way to do it. But look on the bright side, Eagles fans. You still have the fifth shortest odds in Las Vegas right now to win the Super Bowl next year. Again, it's not Mr. Dark Side. It's Mr. Bright Side. On the dark side, the Chiefs have the best odds, the shortest odds to win the Super Bowl next year. So, Eagles fans, it's all right. Vegas doesn't view you as a one-and-done fluke. You should be right in the mix again next year. And there's Mr. Brightside for the week that was presented by Brightline. GoBrightline.com. Download free Brightline app. Best way to get to and from West Palm, Florida, Miami. 
New stop in Boca Raton, Aventura as well. Punch in promo code JoshC, the number 10, to save money on all your trips, including when you go to heat games on the buzzer meter trains. Three of which will get you there in time. For tip, let you stay till 30 minutes after the game goes final. Miami Boat Show this weekend, Brightline the best way to do it as well. GoBrightline.com, promo code Josh C, and the number 10. Coming up when we return, which NBA star did not know how long the All-Star break is going to be? Um, We had this for you yesterday and failed to play it. Plus, how does he plan on spending that time? We will share that. Also, legendary baseball broadcaster Tim McCarver passed away. Yesterday, at the age of 81, and for many of us, he is what the World Series sounds like on TV. For me, if you were to say World Series on TV, I hear the voice of Tim McCarver, whether it's on CBS or on Fox. Um, that's just. But we have a generational gap, Tina, you, Stone, and myself. Um, when we come back, I'm just curious who the voices are in your head when I mention certain events in sport. And this, by the way, is going to shock the audience. Because the audience is going to go, oh, my God, they are children. (laughs) Yes, we are. We'll get to it next. Uh, John C. Cassidy is your first and last name in air conditioning and also in plumbing. The Cassidy Care programs save time, save money, save aggravation. Why should you sign up, you say? Well, to save time, money, and aggravation. Plus, you'll be priority status. That means you go right to the front of the line. There's no waiting. You got an emergency, you got a problem. You go next. It's a family-owned business, local family-owned business, since 1960. Founded on the idea of be honest with people, have integrity, earn their trust, never lose it. That's what they do still. I trust Cassidy. You probably should for your business and your home. Best of all, avoid the expense that comes with broken stuff by never letting it break in the first place. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, live management personnel answer the telephone. And I know this because I called one year on Christmas Eve about 2.30 a.m. And hung up quickly. Sorry. I just had to check. You had to check and now you know. Yeah, but I did hit... Did you let us know. I did hit star six seven first though to block out my number. That's good. They probably still know. Mm-hmm. John C. Cassidy. Great people. Great company. Great family. 561-863-6750. 561-863-6750. The first and last name in AC. And plumbing is John C. Cassidy. Imagine thinking that you had a short all-star break and then finding out it was much longer than you anticipated. Um, That's what happened. One NBA star, you'll hear from him next. It almost sounds like a kid being told there's no school today, is what it sounds like. Oh. We used to have snow days. You guys didn't because you lived down there. We had hurricane days. You had hurricane days. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Similar to a degree. The home team on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Stone is saying disgusting, sexist things during the break. And you're so lucky that we're in a studio because otherwise these are termination type offenses. Oh, wow. How the turntables here. This is, <laughs> this is what we're doing. I said, Valentina Shevchenko smiles at me. And then I said, I'd hit that. And Stone said, oh, oh, that's sexist. No, it's not at yeah, all. It is. You're a brand ambassador. Do you think it's okay that you can just say you'd hit Valentina? Like, whoa, we got to rear that back. It's sexual, not violence. Mm-hmm. Depends who's listening. Depends who's <laughs> looking, Depends who's looking at right. that tampon. Uh, 
Depends on what? Who's looking at the tampon that Tiger Woods was handing over to Justin Thomas? Tiger Woods, by the way, has apologized for that because just like I told you, that's what was coming. Was that right? <laughs> you had was that right? You were right. I just didn't yep. look at it or think of it that way. Yeah. Me personally. I am surprised sure. he apologized. Not going to lie. I'm not the least bit he surprised. Probably, yeah. I thought it would come sooner. I thought the apology would come sooner. Uh, coming up in a second, what it's like to find out the All-Star break is longer than you thought it was from an NBA star who on television admitted as such. I uh, had no idea. First, though, Tina, what should I remind them about? We were talking about Honda Classic. What about the Gosling's Bear Trap? And just Gosling's. Dark a, and Stormy's. I was drinking Gosling's in, in Diet Coke last night. I know. Gosling's we saw those room. being poured. A lot of those were poured last night at the Honda Classic kickoff party. In golf, they say the most important shot is the next one. Um, is the contest over? I think the contest is over. Is the contest still happening? You know what? One way to find out. Find out if you can win two VIP tickets at the Gosling's Bear Trap for the final round of the Honda Classic, the best party in golf. Also find out if you can still win two playing spots in the Dark and Stormy Invitational, which is an amateur tournament the very next day at PGA National. Just go to goslingsgiveaway.com for your chance to win or to find out if it's still happening. <clears throat> I know the contest is wrapping up here shortly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say when it closes, but I know this. Uh, Gosling's is the beverage of the Honda Classic. Whether you're doing Dark and Stormies or like me, doing Gosling's Dark Rum with a little bit of diet soda. Um, ginger beer, good stuff. Now I'm getting excited for Honda. I'm and so excited for Honda. Gosling's great people and a great product. And by the way, the Bear Trap is their house. It's the Gosling's Bear Trap. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited. For official rules, visit goslingsgiveaway.com. That's goslingsgiveaway.com. We'll be out there with Goslings next week for the Honda Classic. And Saturday, we'll do a special broadcast from the Goslings Bear Trap. On Saturday, me and Teddy Dolo, mm-hmm. Theo Dorsey, from noon to two which should be a challenge within itself as people are starting to get drunk and loud. They are inside the Gosling's Bear Trap. It's always fun to have live radio because you never know what you can, you know, what you what what can happen. You never know what to expect. You really never know what to expect. I'm prepared for all that, though. You I've are. been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm prepared for all that. Uh, take a listen to one NBA star when being asked what he was going to do with his All-Star break because he had no idea how long it was. This would be none other than LaMelo Ball of the Charlotte Hornets. I think he thought All-Star break was just like this weekend. He had no idea how long it is. Take a listen. Now you got nine days off. What are you most looking forward to? Damn, nine days? God, damn, I, I, I like four. Nah. <laughs> so just go see the dogs, family, pretty much all the dogs. It's going to be lit. And then see my moms, my pops, brothers and stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be a nice little week. Have fun. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Good all-star. Have a go. He, uh, he said nine days? Nine yeah. days? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he had no idea it was nine days long. Yeah, and he talked about his dogs. Apparently, the mellow ball is all about staying home. And playing with his pups. I don't know if he breeds them, but he got got a bunch of dogs, I guess. Um, I that, love that. I know it's a video. It's a video, and you can only hear the audio. But if you saw his face, it was like I got nine days off. Oh, you can hear his excitement because he last played on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So you know. Uh, by the way, All Star festivities begin tonight in Salt Lake City, and then tomorrow night there is more of the skills competition and the uh, tonight's a celebrity game. Tomorrow's skills competition, three-point shoot, dunk competition, etc. They still have incorporated my idea, though. The NBA still isn't replaced. Because the, uh, the slam dunk contest isn't what it used to be. And there is some degree of everything that can be done has been done. Now you're just kind of regurgitating. 
I believe, and I think it was Artie Lang who originally planted this idea in my head, that the NBA should replace the slam dunk contest with a spelling bee. Because who wouldn't want to see these cats remind us that they're just like us, that they cannot spell restaurant, xylophone. Do you have, is there a word you always trip up on? Definitely. Definitely? Definitely. You put Because you make it definitively? Yes, I always trip up on that word. What about aesthetically? I think I can spell that word. If it's a spelling word. bee, how would you pronounce that word? How would you pronounce it? Aesthetically. Wow, that was pretty good. That's not bad. I've had lots of practice these I'll, past few weeks. I'll admit this. There's two songs that help me spell the word every time, and you know them. Bananas. Oh, bana- yeah, Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani and Glamorous. That That's true, yeah. Fergie gave mm-hmm. me G-L-A-M-O-R-O-U-S, because I, in my head, I can't spell it without singing the song. Oh, you can't. Coming up, we are going inside the cocktail hour. NBA fans in Utah were chanting what at Charles Barkley last night? While the TNT crew was live on the air outside the arena, you'll hear it for yourself. Plus, it's time for the final installment of the season of the segment that cost home team fans thousands of dollars. <laughs> Stone LeBanowitz, six things he promises will happen in sports. Home team, ESPN 1063. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. It is a Friday, a Bud's Chicken and Seafood Friday. Bud'sChicken.com. Crispy, crunchy, juicy. Mm. But it's also the first Friday without football since August. And that makes me sad, I won't lie. It's just not the same. Breaks my heart. As well it should. Uh, In just a moment, I'll tell you, Tina last night was walking around the Honda Classic kickoff party, and she was concerned that people were staring at her. What? Tina will tell you the story from her perspective and why it is that some people probably were, to be honest with you. I'll get you that in just a sec. A reminder right now, though, that, um, well, Celsius is essential energy, so we can all live fit. Celsius is all the good stuff and none of the bad. Key vitamins and minerals. It is sustained energy. It has changed the energy drink market completely. And now people realize this is something that for every day has a purpose for everyone. For Tina, it's getting up early, going to the gym, working three jobs. Mm -hmm. For Dean, it's busy travel and keeping track of all the things that he does in MMA media as well. And for me, it's a case of going to parties and events, staying out later than I should, and um, keeping a busy social schedule. But Celsius has all those flavors and new ones constantly coming. For me, a little sparkling watermelon goes a long way. You can get it everywhere now. Literally has taken over the entire energy drink market. All the good stuff, none of the bad. And um, key vitamin and minerals I mentioned. Celsius is essential energy to live fit. All right, last night was the Honda Classic kickoff party at PGA National Resort and Spa. One week from today will be, um, well, will be smack dab when I'm in the middle, but finishing up the second round of play out there at PGA National Resort and Spa. So last night, there is a big kickoff party that happens on the pavilion, which is almost not even like a tent. It's almost like a hangar. Mm-hmm. It's like a rounded, tarped roof. And then it, there's a long bar that runs a whole length, almost like a barge at Sunfest would be. And it's open air, and there's a band playing at the one end, and then the far end is where the uh, bar is. On both sides, it's open air and view of the rest of the golf course. So it's a big party, and there's a buffet line on the west side um, where people on both sides are getting food from. Tina's walking around, shaking hands, 
kissing babies, being introduced to folks, um, meeting listeners, yes. as a matter of fact, meeting yes. some listeners as well. And Tina's concerned, Stoney, that people are going to be looking at, or better yet, staring at her. What? What are you concerned about? I was really concerned last night because after the after we did the live remote at the Honda Classic kickoff party, me and you, we found the bar. Mm-hmm. We were having some drinks, as some as, cocktails. As soon as we said goodbye. As soon as we said goodbye, we put our headsets down. We said, where's the bar? And my go-to drink last night was red wine. Red, red wine. Some Cabernet, because that's my one of my favorites. Because you fancy, bougie. Yes. And I was very worried last night after having two glasses that my teeth were red or purple. Ah. Yeah. And I started to grab my phone and look into my camera. It was like, in your I, own head. And yeah, I'm like, oh my yeah, gosh, my teeth head. are red. They're probably purple right now when I'm talking to people or smiling for pictures. And I just started getting self-conscious about it and just kept pulling out my phone to look after I had some sips. I'm like, how many sips do I have? And then my teeth turn purple or red. Can I have any more? You got or will, in your own head. I got in my head. Yeah. And I was starting to get embarrassed. I'm like, okay, I can't drink this anymore. And then I'm like, but this is my kind of go-to wine. See, I didn't want to have drinks because I got a little bit of a head cold going on. No big deal. It's from being run down, not sleeping at all, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday. Um, but I had to have a drink because I can't do small talk. I can't do the yeah, small talk without Yeah, you tried for it. a little bit. And then you're like, can't do this. Because I got I to gotta sit down over there and I got to eat a little something first. Because I'm happy to see those people again. Some of which I know their names. A lot of people I don't know their names, they know mine. Some people you meet for the first time. And, and I, you know, I'm grateful that people want to say hello, that you want people are happy to see you. I'm so grateful for that. But I'm not great with the small talk, especially when I got a little bit of a head cold. So I'm trying to just dap people. But then they think it's some kind of a weird, scared of COVID thing, and they insist on shaking my hand. So then I shake their hand, and I say, I'm, I just feel a little under the weather. And then they back off and whoa, act whoa, like, whoa. why don't you? I'm like, bro, I'm trying to. So by the end of it, there was no fight in it. It was just handshakes and hugs. Handshakes and hugs for everyone. I just held my breath. And made sure I sanitized my hands after every one of them. Yes, I got to witness all of that. So Tina is <clears throat> drinking red wine, um, not for the small talk, just because she's like, a oh, long day, screw it, let's go, let's yeah, party. Let's go. Um, but did you ever think to just put a straw in your red wine? Because I've dated girls that drank red wine, and they put a little cocktail straw in it, you know, like a little stir. Oh, yeah. And that, so that way, the wine goes in behind your teeth, not in front of them. I did not. I didn't, not at all. I've never thought of that. See that? Problem solved. I'm definitely going to be doing that moving forward, though. Problem solved. Yeah, so I don't have to worry about it. I don't know. I don't know if I like the straw move. What? In a a glass of wine, it just kind of kills the aesthetic. I actually like straws no matter what. Like, anytime I get a drink, if I get, like, a cocktail and they don't give me a straw, I'm always asking for a straw. It's just wine. It's not usual to get a straw. A little skinny cocktail straw. Not a soda straw. No. Not a crazy (laughs) straw. Yeah, no. Not uh, one of those aluminum reusable straws. No, just a little cocktail straw. I'm going to do that now. But then your wine glass, and then you could... And then you, the wine goes behind your teeth. Nobody sees behind your teeth. Great idea. Problem solved. Problem solved. See how smart I am. By the way, we got an update for you. Um, let's check this. It is actually that's the wrong bet. I apologize. That's on me. Um, where is my golf theme? Damn it, I can't find it. Mm, love theme doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, we'll play this instead. Uh, the leaderboard right now: Genesis Invitational. Stone, have you seen the progress of our own? Mr. Eldrick. Eldrick Woods. I know who are the favorites are and where that leaderboard stands, but as far as actual scores, no. I was keeping up with Tiger an hour ago. Not currently. Tiger Woods currently tied for 69th. He's 42 spots down today. Mm. Um, he is currently a plus one. He is three over on the day. 
Shot a 74 today, following a 69 yesterday. So Tiger right now is one shot off of the projected cut line. Projected cut line right now is even, and he is one stroke over. And that would suck, considering he is the host of the event, and he damn near died there uh, two years ago. Oh, yeah. When his SUV, which, by the way, was a Genesis SUV, uh, crashed. It appears he was asleep at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, Tiger Woods is one over. Done for the day. Projected cut line is at even par. So I'm not sure he's going to be around for the weekend. Well, he can be a better host. He won't be occupied on the That's right. on the greens. So we think he can walk around and <laughs> yeah, he can be walk a around host. and be more accessible to the people. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to look at it. That, yeah. that, you're looking on the bright side. Yeah, I'm looking on the bright side of Time it. Time for Mr. Brightside, presented by Brightline. He's the oracle of optimism, the prime minister of positivity. He is Mr. Brightside, delivered by Brightline. Just like Christina said, look on the bright side. People that attended the Genesis Open, some of you just arriving for the weekend now, sure you won't get to see him play, but you get to see him walking around. Mm-hmm. He may be more accessible. No. Uh, Mr. Brightside today, hey Eagles fans, you let one slip away. That was your game. You had a 10-point lead at halftime. That was yours to lose, and you found a way to do it. But look on the bright side, Eagles fans. You still have the fifth shortest odds in Las Vegas right now to win the Super Bowl next year. Again, it's not Mr. Darkside. It's Mr. Brightside. On the dark side, the Chiefs have the best odds, the shortest odds to win the Super Bowl next year. So, Eagles fans, it's all right. Vegas doesn't view you as a one-and-done fluke. You should be right in the mix again next year. And there's Mr. Brightside for the week that was presented by Brightline. GoBrightline.com. Download free Brightline app. Best way to get to and from West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. New stop in Boca Raton, Aventura as well. Punch in promo code Josh C, the number 10, to save money on all your trips, including when you go to heat games on the buzzer meter trains. Three of which will get you there in time for tip, let you stay till 30 minutes after the game goes final. Miami Boat Show this weekend, Brightline the best way to do it as well. GoBrightline.com, promo code Josh C, and the number 10. Coming up when we return, which NBA star did not know how long the All-Star break is going to be? Um, we had this for you yesterday and failed to play it. Plus, how does he plan on spending that time? We will share that. Also, legendary baseball broadcaster Tim McCarver passed away. Yesterday, at the age of 81, and for many of us, he is what the World Series sounds like on TV. For me, if you were to say World Series on TV, I hear the voice of Tim McCarver, whether it's on CBS or on Fox. Um, that's just. But we have a generational gap, Tina, you, Stone, and myself. Um, when we come back, I'm just curious who the voices are in your head when I mention certain events in sport. And this, by the way, is going to shock the audience. Because the audience is going to go, oh my God, they are children. <laughs> yes, we are. We'll get to it next. Uh, John C. Cassidy is your first and last name in air conditioning and also in plumbing. The Cassidy Care programs save time, save money, save aggravation. Why should you sign up, you say? Well, to save time, money, and aggravation. Plus, you'll be priority status. That means you go right to the front of the line. There's no waiting. You got an emergency, you got a problem. You go next. Family-owned business, local family-owned business since 1960. Founded on the idea of be honest with people, have integrity, 
earn their trust, never lose it. That's what they do still. I trust Cassidy. You probably should for your business and your home. Best of all, avoid the expense that comes with broken stuff by never letting it break in the first place. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, live management personnel answer the telephone. And I know this because I called one year on Christmas Eve about 2.30 a.m. And hung up quickly. Sorry. I just had to check. You had to check and now you know. Yeah, but I did hit... You let us know. I did hit star six seven first though to block out my number. That's good. You probably still know. Mm-hmm. John C. Cassidy. Great people. Great company. Great family. 561-863-6750. 561-863-6750. The first and last name in AC. And plumbing is John C. Cassidy. Imagine thinking that you had a short all-star break and then finding out it was much longer than you anticipated. Um, that's what happened. One NBA star, you'll hear from him next. It almost sounds like a kid being told there's no school today, is what it sounds like. Oh. We used to have snow days. You guys didn't because you lived down We had here. hurricane days. You had hurricane days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, similar to a degree. The home team on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Stone is saying disgusting, sexist things during the break. And you're so lucky that we're in a studio because otherwise these are termination type offenses. Oh, wow. How the turntables here. This is, <laughs> this is what we're doing. I said, Valentina Shevchenko smiles at me. And then I said, I'd hit that. And Stone said, oh, oh, that's sexist. No, it's not at yeah, all. it is. You're a brand ambassador. Do you think it's okay that you can just say you'd hit Valentina? Like, whoa, we got to rear that back. It's sexual, not violence. Mm-hmm. Depends who's listening. Depends who's looking, <laughs> Depends who's looking at right. that tampon. Uh, depends on what? Who's looking at the tampon that Tiger Woods was handing over to Justin Thomas. Tiger Woods, by the way, has apologized for that because just like I told you, that's what was coming. Was that right? <laughs> you had was that right? You were right. I just didn't yep. look at it or think of it that way. Yeah. Me personally. I am surprised sure. he apologized. Not going to lie. I'm not the least bit he surprised. Probably, yeah. I thought it would come sooner. I thought the apology would come sooner. Uh, coming up in a second, what it's like to find out the all-star break is longer than you thought it was from an NBA star who on television admitted as such. I had no idea. First, though, Tina, what should I remind them about? We were talking about Honda Classic. What about the Gosling's Bear Trap? And just Gosling's. Dark and Stormies. I was drinking Gosling's in in Diet Coke last night. I know. We saw those being poured. A lot of those were poured last night at the Honda Classic kickoff party. In golf, they say the most important shot is the next one. Um, Is the contest over? I think the contest is over. Is the contest still happening? You know what? One way to find out. Find out if you can win two VIP tickets at the Gosling's Bear Trap for the final round of the Honda Classic, the best party in golf. Also find out if you can still win two playing spots in the Dark and Stormy Invitational, which is an amateur tournament the very next day at PGA National. Just go to goslingsgiveaway.com for your chance to win or to find out if it's still happening. I know the contest is wrapping up here shortly. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say when it closes, but I know this. Uh, Gosling's is the beverage of the Honda Classic. Whether you're doing Dark and Stormies or like me, doing Gosling's Dark Rum with a little bit of diet soda. Um, ginger beer, good stuff. Now I'm getting excited for Honda. I'm and so excited for Honda. Gosling's great people and a great product. And by the way, the Bear Trap is their house. It's the Gosling's Bear Trap. 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. For official rules, visit goslingsgiveaway.com. That's goslingsgiveaway.com. We'll be out there with Goslings next week for the Honda Classic. And Saturday, we'll do a special broadcast from the Goslings Bear Trap. On Saturday, me and Teddy Dolo, mm-hmm. Theo Dorsey, from noon to two, which should be a challenge within itself as people are starting to get drunk and loud. They're inside the Gosling's Bear Trap. It's always fun to have live radio because you never know what you can, you know, what you what what can happen. You never know what to expect. You really never know what to expect. I'm prepared for all that, though. You I've been are. doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm prepared for all that. Uh, take a listen to one NBA star when being asked what he's going to do with his all-star break because he had no idea how long it was. This would be none other than LaMelo Ball of the Charlotte Hornets. I think he thought all-star break was just like this weekend. He had no idea how long it is. Take a listen. Now you got nine days off. What are you most looking forward to? Damn, you know, nine days? God, damn, I, I, I like four. Nah. <laughs> so just go see the dogs, family, pretty much all the dogs. It's going to be lit. And then see my moms, my pops, brothers and stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be a nice little week. Have fun. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Good all-star. Have a good one. He, uh, he said nine days? Nine yeah. days? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had no idea it was nine days long. Yeah, and he talked about his dogs. Apparently, the mellow ball is all about staying home and, and playing with his pups. I don't know if he breeds them, but he got got a bunch of dogs. I guess. Um, I that, love that. I know it's a video. It's a video, and you can only hear the audio. But if you saw his face, it was like I got nine days off. Oh, you can hear his excitement because he last played on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So you know. Uh, by the way, All Star festivities begin tonight in Salt Lake City, and then tomorrow night there is more of the skills competition and the uh, tonight's a celebrity game. Tomorrow's skills competition, three-point shoot, dunk competition, etc. They still have incorporated my idea, though. The NBA still isn't replaced. Because the, uh, the slam dunk contest isn't what it used to be. And there is some degree of everything that can be done has been done. Now you're just kind of regurgitating. I believe, and I think it was Artie Lang who originally planted this idea in my head, that the NBA should replace the slam dunk contest with a spelling bee. <laughs> because who wouldn't want to see these cats... Remind us that they're just like us, that they cannot spell restaurant, xylophone. Do you have, is there a word you always trip up on? Definitely. Definitely? Definitely. You put Because you make it definitively? Yes, I always trip up on that word. What about aesthetically? I think I can spell that word. If it's a spelling word. bee, how would you pronounce that word? How would you pronounce it? Aesthetically. Wow, that was pretty good. <laughs> That's not bad. I've had lots of practice these um, past few weeks. I'll admit this. There's two songs that help me spell the word every time, and you know them. Bananas. Oh, ban- yeah, Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani and Glamorous. That That's true, yeah. Fergie gave mm-hmm. me G-L-A-M-O-R-O-U-S, because in my head, I can't spell it without singing the song. Oh, you can't. Coming up, we are going inside the cocktail hour. NBA fans in Utah were chanting what at Charles Barkley last night? While the TNT crew was live on the air outside the arena, you'll hear it for yourself. Plus, it's time for the final installment of the season of the segment that cost home team fans thousands of dollars. <laughs> Stone LeBanowitz, six things he promises will happen in sports. Home team, ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Stone is saying disgusting, sexist things during the break. And you're so lucky that we're in a studio because otherwise these are termination type offenses. Oh wow, how the turntables here. This is <laughs> this is what we're doing. 
I said, Valentina Shevchenko smiles at me. And then I said, I'd hit that. And Stone said, oh, oh, that's sexist. No, it's not at yeah, all. It is. You're a brand ambassador. Do you think it's okay that you can just say you'd hit Valentina? Like, whoa, we got to rear that back. It's sexual, not violence. Mm-hmm. Depends who's listening. Depends who's looking. <laughs> Depends who's looking at right. that tampon. Uh, Depends on what? Who's looking at the tampon that Tiger Woods was handing over to Justin Thomas? Tiger Woods, by the way, has apologized for that because just like I told you, that's what was coming. Was that right? <laughs> you were right. Was that right? You so, were right. I just didn't you know, look at it or think of it that way. Yeah. Me personally. I am surprised sure. he apologized. Not going to lie. I'm not the least bit he surprised. Probably, yeah. I thought it would come sooner. I thought the apology would come sooner. Uh, coming up in a second, what it's like to find out the All-Star break is longer than you thought it was from an NBA star who on television admitted as such. I uh, had no idea. First, though, Tina, what should I remind them about? We were talking about Honda Classic. What about the Gosling's bear trap? And just Gosling's. Dark what and a- Stormy's. I was drinking Gosling's in, in Diet Coke last night. I know. Gosling's we saw those rum. being poured. A lot of those were poured last night at the Honda Classic kickoff party. In golf, they say the most important shot is the next one. Um, is the contest over? I think the contest is over. Is the contest still happening? You know what? One way to find out. Find out if you can win two VIP tickets at the Gosling's Bear Trap for the final round of the Honda Classic, the best party in golf. Also find out if you can still win two playing spots in the Dark and Stormy Invitational, which is an amateur tournament the very next day at PGA National. Just go to goslingsgiveaway.com for your chance to win or to find out if it's still happening. <clears throat> I know the contest is wrapping up here shortly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say when it closes, but I know this. Uh, Gosling's is the beverage of the Honda Classic. Whether you're doing Dark and Stormies or like me, doing Gosling's Dark Rum with a little bit of diet soda. Um, ginger beer, good stuff. Now I'm getting excited for Honda. I'm and so excited for Honda. Gosling's great people and a great product. And by the way, the Bear Trap is their house. It's the Gosling's Bear Trap. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. For official rules, visit goslingsgiveaway.com. That's Gosling's Giveaway. Dot com. We'll be out there with Goslings next week for the Honda Classic. And Saturday, we'll do a special broadcast from the Goslings Bear Trap. On Saturday, me and Teddy Dolo, mm-hmm. Theo Dorsey, from noon to two, which should be a challenge within itself as people are starting to get drunk and loud. They are inside the Gosling's Bear Trap. It's always fun to have live radio because you never know what you can, you know, what you what what can happen. You never know what to expect. You really never know what to expect. I'm prepared for all that, though. You I've are. been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm prepared for all that. Uh, take a listen to one NBA star when being asked what he's going to do with his all-star break because he had no idea how long it was. This would be none other than LaMelo Ball of the Charlotte Hornets. I think he thought all-star break was just like this weekend. He had no idea how long it is. Take a listen. Now you got nine days off. What are you most looking forward to? Damn, nine days? God, yeah, I, I, I like four. Nine? <laughs> so just go see the dogs, family, pretty much all the dogs. It's going to be lit. And then see my moms, my pops, brothers and stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be a nice little week. Have fun. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Good all-star. Have a go. He, uh, he said nine days? Nine days? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had no idea it was nine days long. Yeah, and he talked about his dogs. Apparently, LaMelo Ball is all about staying home and, and playing with his pups. I don't know if he breeds them, but he got got a bunch of dogs. I guess. Um, that, I love that. I know it's a video. It's a video, and you can only hear the audio. But if you saw his face, it was like I got nine days off. Oh, you can hear his excitement. 
Because he last played on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Uh, by the way, All-Star festivities begin tonight in Salt Lake City. And then tomorrow night, there is more of the skills competition. And the uh, tonight's a celebrity game. Tomorrow's skills competition, three-point shoot, dunk competition, etc. They still have incorporated my idea, though. The NBA still isn't replaced. Because the, uh, the slam dunk contest isn't what it used to be. And there is some degree of everything that can be done has been done. Now you're just kind of regurgitating. I believe, and I think it was Artie Lang who originally planted this idea in my head, that the NBA should replace the slam dunk contest with a spelling bee. (laughs) Because who wouldn't want to see these cats remind us that they're just like us, that they cannot spell restaurant, xylophone. Is there a word you always trip up on? Definitely. Definitely? Definitely. You put Because you make it definitively? Yes, I always trip up on that word. What about aesthetically? I think I can spell that word. If it's a spelling word. bee, how would you pronounce that word? How would you pronounce Aesthetically. Wow, that's pretty good. That's not bad. I've yeah. had lots of practice these I'll, past few weeks. I'll admit this. There's two songs that help me spell the word every time, and you know them. Bananas. Oh, ban- yeah, Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani and Glamorous. That that's true, yeah. Fergie mm-hmm. gave me G-L-A-M-O-R-O-U-S because I, in my head, I can't spell it without singing the song. Oh, you can't. Coming up, we are going inside the cocktail hour. NBA fans in Utah were chanting what at Charles Barkley last night while the TNT crew was live on the air outside the arena. You'll hear it for yourself. Plus, it's time for the final installment of the season of the segment that cost home team fans thousands of dollars. Stone (laughs) Lebanowitz, six things he promises will happen in sports. Home team, ESPN 106.3.